Here we go for episode 60 of the Promoter Mouth podcast, Pablo. 6-0, blind 60. That's a big number. It's 60, is it really? Yeah, we are 60 today. What's that in anniversary terms? You get something special on a 60. Bus pass, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. get a bus pass. You get a bus pass and a blue badge and um, anything else. Probably get one of those things off the council, don't you? One of those little buggies. I think you get an extra tier of uh, invasive inspections off the national national health. Invasive ones? What? Uh, uh, up all, the old... Uh, all sorts. Because yeah. the, the old waterworks and everything else starts, you know, looking a bit shambolic. And, uh, yeah, every everything starts getting a little bit... Like, you know, you, you were just... Just off air, you were talking about your old bangers. Yeah. Your cars that you buy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you're effectively... Body-wise, you're driving around in a Mondeo that um, with the flywheel about to go. Oh, it needs a new cam belt. That kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you get to 60. It's like sucking through the teeth. You're thinking, oh, you're into Bangonomics there. I reckon so. And I think it's, yeah. I, and it's not just the cam belt either. There's a few leaks. Yeah. And uh, it probably needs a bit pressure, of a... Bit pressure of a, needs sorting out. needs a flush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now for, for a little while now, I, mean, I used to be able to take paint off with it, and now it's like with what you know, with your your, your little fella. Oh, the old, yeah, okay. What like yeah. a jet wash? Yeah. Now it's now it's just like you've got to be patient. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's to do with the old. Uh, you need to go and get um, get fingered by the old uh, no, GP. That's happened now. Oh, has it? How was I've, that? I've not had that yet. I'm looking forward to it. Well, the the, the first time I went to get that checked out. Um, the doctor, and I, I, I think I might have told you on here. I must have told you. Hey, we've we've come in pretty hot, haven't we? Yeah, but the doctor who sorted me out, it's a chap called Doctor Butt. <laughs> really? That, that's what his name was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might have a Doctor Fister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my name's Doctor Fister. Lie down, cross your legs over. Yeah, Mister Fister. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I say, we've come in pretty hot today, Pablo. We have, with yeah. the old medical advice. I mean, well, sixty. Yeah, I mean, we're not trained age. medical advisors, though. We must yeah. we must make that disclaimer at the top of the show. However, <laughs> I think people would have gathered that knuckle deep. I, I love it when people get medical advice on Facebook. Yeah, from random people who only ever spout bullshit. Yeah, without profile pictures. Now, what you want to do? Yeah, and people. Why would you ask? Well, there are always experts. I've been watching a few things now. There's a guy called the um, the roofing outlaw. What? Have you come up to with him? He's proper old school. Do you remember uh, Fred Dibner, the uh, guy who went I, up the chimneys? I love Fred Dibner. Yeah, and then there's a guy who does roofing. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of the Fred Dibner about his proper weathered face. And he runs a roofing company. And he's called the Roofing Outlaw. And he goes up on roofs going, look at the shit work here. Because people call him in when they've had a... And then you have to yeah. pay for it twice. But he's he's brilliant. I have met millions of contractors in my job, my day job in property, right? You will not meet a contractor who has a good word to say about the previous bloke who did it. Yeah. It's the law. They go, who the fuck did this? Oh, like, but he's how much he paid for this shit? Yeah, uh, yeah. And surveyors are worse because they'll come along and go, oh, it's falling apart. And then they'll start pulling it, uh, pulling big 
chunks of plaster out of the gate. Look, it's definitely knackered. Yeah. And they're pulling the wall apart yeah. with their hands. So leave it alone. Yeah. wasn't knackered till you started inspecting it. Well, when, when, he, when he's up on these roofs, honestly, it's proper cowboy jobs. You know, they've literally put all the grouting in with a, with a I don't know, a spatula. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful work. Or we've done it with their fists. Put the tiles on with cable ties. And, they, and honestly, a gust of wind is going to blow it all off. But they've got him in. If you want to, sh- yeah. If you think it's expensive to get a roofer, try getting a shit one. Yeah, that's something I like. That, that saying. That's like what somebody says when they want to charge what they like. Well, it does uh, look expensive. It does yeah. look like because he'll go up there. He's got his own YouTube channel. Yes, yeah, he's doing all right out of it. Yeah, it's nice though. He, he need, I think he needs to make his mind up. Is he a roofer or a fucking celebrity? Well, I think he's done his time. He does. He has done enough time on the roofs to know what he's talking about. He's yeah. no, you know, nobody's a proper expert. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Because then you get loads of people on there who are not experts, and it doesn't matter what they do. You can be painting a skirting board, and you'll have a string of people telling you how you're doing it wrong, who have never mm. done it, who mm. don't do it for a living. But you do also get some companies on there who show their work, and even I, not an expert pretty bad at doing stuff can look at it and go wow that's not how you fucking do it i'm no expert but you've done that wrong yeah. you know and i don't know if they do it on purpose to make it look wrong but some of them are shit i like these um pictures you get of health and safety um in countries that don't have any yeah. <laughs> you like so you picture somebody in turkey with a step of set ladders a step ladders yeah. on top of a roof yeah <laughs> reaching across on another roof with a 300 Foot dropping, yeah. blowing. Or some, uh, I think I've seen a few where there's a there's a guy on a roof and he's got a rope round him, and he's on one st- over just over the sort of uh, the ridge of the roof. Yeah. And his mates on the other end of the rope just hanging off the guttering, fixing yeah. something. Yeah. That's that, nice. That shit used to go on here, you know. It did. Yeah. Before and the Health and Safety at Work Act. Yeah. 1974. But now, do you think a lot of workers play on that? It's like, well, I can't do that. It's not safe. Because actually, no, it used still, to be just get the fucking job done. But mate, they're still taking shortcuts. Yeah. You, you, you've got to be all over them, otherwise you, they're having accidents all over your site. So who yeah. have we got here? We've got the um, Health and Safety Inspectorate. Is it HSI? What? HSI, Health and Safety Inspectorate. They're the guys that come around and tell you if, you know, if they turn up on site. That's, I don't think that's a thing, HSI. Oh, it's something. Yeah, yeah, it depends. You're, you're enforcing authorities. Mm. Uh, let me think. Uh, the Environmental Health or the HSE. Oh, oh, come on. I was only a letter out. The Health and Safety, what? Uh, e. What's the E then? Uh, forget now. Well, I think I'm winning this one then. Well, you know, I, it's I HSE. said it with more confidence. Yeah, you did, but it's wrong. And then in America, executive. it's OSHA, health isn't it? Health and Safety Executive. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It gives a fuck about what it is in America, okay? OSHA, they are. They, they, it they could be anything. Oh, and in, and in on, Australia, it's Oceana. Yeah, and in Japan, it's... I'm not saying, actually, without sounding like I'm taking the piss. Go on, do the voice. Oh, boy, Why did you Why did you hang me like that, Pablo? <laughs> I know what I'm talking it was, about. It was very good there. I, 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 I enjoyed it. It was very guttural. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're going to be racist, be a uh, be guttural with it. Yeah, put put yeah. a bit of umph Do into it. Do it with conviction, yeah. and people will believe that it's okay. You basically did what um, Jim Davison got uh, hanged for. Oh, did I? 
Yeah, you know, that was basically chalky, but a Chinese version, no. a Japanese version. Oh, see, now you've done it. What are you saying? They're all the same, Pablo. Mm-hmm. The Promoter Mouths Podcast with Kai Pablo. Go on. How's your week been, Pablo? What have you been up to this week? I haven't seen you, actually. You popping around here, looking all slim and svelte. Yeah, I'm a stoner, Kai. I'm yeah. A, I'm a stoner. Yes. Lost a stone. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod lose more, actually. Well done. Did you get a prize for that? Is that like like YouTube views? You get a little plaque? They give you a sticker like a bloody 10-year-old with learning yeah. difficulties. I don't, I stopped hanging around. I just, I get weighed and then I fuck off. Uh-huh. All of this. If you, if you if you bite it, write it and all of these. If you bite it, write it anymore. Uh, she's good at these. She's, she's got a few, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a massive world of cringe. Uh, let's make some up. Stuff it in your face. I'll put you in your place. No, no, no. Are you eating like a fat bastard? No, 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 no. If your plate is sparse, less comes out of your ass. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, if you're eating well, your farts won't smell. Yeah, yeah. If you've got too much pork, don't put it on your fork. Yeah, too much pork, don't put it on your... I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Don't yeah. be a nutter and have too much butter. Yeah. If you don't want to wake, eat less cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be dead. Don't eat bread. Oh, is bread bad for you? Yeah, you can't eat too much of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can have one slice and it's a healthy extra. You know, we saw uh, Skinny Fat Neck yeah, when yeah. he came down, yeah, Ian yeah. Johansson. He's not a big carbs man. He doesn't have the bread and stuff, or the naan breads and any yeah. breads. No, I try, I try and lay off. He's looking well, isn't it? He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah, so yeah. it is. Maybe carbs aren't the way forward. Yeah, no, they're not. They're definitely not. If you think about it, right? Humans, right? We were a big thing before loads of fields and agriculture, right? Mm. Yeah. What we used to do was go around with spears, chasing after uh, after, after big lumps of meat, and uh. then then we'd spear them, and then eat, bring them back, then yeah. eat them, then lay about for a few days before going off again. Yeah. Then we invented agriculture. We're growing things like corn and wheat and uh, mass-producing cows that they stand about in fields farting and making an ozone layer. But because of that, because of agriculture, our diet changed and we started eating loads of uh, bread. Well, yes. I saw something like medieval times. They used to eat like six litres of beer and a couple of loaves of bread. and That was a main staple diet. That sounds like a Friday. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It really does. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Cheers, DA, and I've put... See results anyway. Yeah. What's this about, Kai? Well, I was on the internet and um, I saw old Mark Zuckerberg up in court again. Oh, was he? What's he been up to? They like dragging him through the courts, don't they, whenever something goes wrong. Mm. And this is what's going on on Instagram, which he now owns. Yeah. Probably wishes he doesn't, but it was a good investment, I guess. Um, And if you are on, uh, and I will say, full disclosure, uh, I only learned this through, um, through his court case. If you're on there and you click on something that might, and it comes up with a black screen with a thing which says something along the lines of the following link 
may contain images or material of child abuse, right? Yeah. Um, or child sexual abuse or abuse of children, something like that. Um, and then underneath it, it says get resources as a link, which means you can go and find some help if that's what you're looking for. But then underneath that, it says see results anyway. Mm. And he's in court because it's like, what the fuck are you thinking? To even have the see results anyway link <laughs> and not have it go to the FBI. And his defense was... Can I second guess it? What was that? Is it because uh, it's such a behemoth of a platform, you can't have people checking it, you've got, you've got to have bots, and the bots are just letting them slip through? His defense was, oh, well, sometimes we get it wrong. Yeah. Now, even if you suspect it's of a of abuse of children, surely that's enough to say, well, I'm not letting anybody see that. It just yeah. doesn't go through. And then it got me thinking that what you've just said, you know, it is such a huge thing. There is no way you can check the billions of posts every day. And I guess, you know, is it because somebody reports it? Mm. In which case, I could report your comedy adverts as potential child abuse images, and then it would instantly delete it. You know, you'd get a lot of that going on, like malicious kind of... Yeah. Um, yeah, malicious... So, so what, are you, what are you putting attacks. into a, a hellfire, then? The very fact that you can see results anyway on things which might well be yeah. um, a, offensive and abusive I, I to agree. that level. I agree. It's I, wrong, I, isn't I, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, when Facebook first came out, it was, it was bad. Right, Facebook's a lot better than it used to be, but there was a spate. And I realise you were talking about Instagram, but it's the same thing. Yeah, let's yeah. say it's social media. Um, I'm I'm not quite with it enough for Instagram. It I've looked, never really it, gone it, that. Yeah, it, it looks like a shit version of Facebook to me. But I mean, everyone's different. I, I know people who won't touch Facebook and just all over Insta. Yeah. But anyway, when Facebook first came out, people used to post outrageous videos, and and get them. Reshared through outrage, like I remember one guy I know, he um, uh, he, he reposted a video that he saw, and he was really angry. He posted it out, reposted it out. Look at this! This has really made me angry. It's it's a real cow. Is that like a bit of clickbait? In many yeah, ways? well, it was a short video. It was horrific, right? Some girl had a tray of um, like a, looked like a tray, but had little. Pu- Puppies on it, right? Mm-hmm. And she was grabbing a puppy and lobbing them in the in the river. Oh, and it was horrible. It's yeah. like God, what the what the fuck have I just watched? So those and he, he he saw it and and he, and he, he was outraged. And and in his defence, right, he probably brand new to social media, and we've all been on a learning curve with it, right? So I am talking about twelve, fifteen years ago, something like that, right at the very beginning. And he said, "Look at this bitch." Let's make her famous or something like that. It's like, no, yeah. don't repost that horrible thing. So the, How do I unsee it? Here we are, 15 years later, really talking about and it. And it hasn't changed much because that video would potentially flag up a screen which stops you seeing it and it would say, this shows images of animal abuse, get resources, or don't see results anyway. Yeah, don't post it in the first place. Look, all of that can go into the pits of hell. Yep. The, the people who take the pictures in the first place, they can get in the bin. And, uh, yeah, the social media companies need to get a bloody grip on it. We don't need to see that. They're, they're, there's, there's enough. I mean, I get stressed out watching EastEnders. I mean, I, I don't want to be watching that kind of 
it's impossible to police it to that level. As I say, people will maliciously report stuff, I'm sure, but there's a dark web for stuff like that. And that's if people want that, they can go there. But I do think that it is not, you know, the internet has become a real kind of unpoliceable entity that it, no, nobody can get a handle on. It's not unpoliceable, but the, uh, the criminals are usually a step ahead when it comes to technology. But surely it? if I clicked on see results anyway, my IP address would somehow be logged and that should go straight to some sort of law enforcement agency because that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, how many million people? Are wow. gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a business opportunity there, but, you know, it is so vast. And I just think, yeah, the internet, I, I teach kids. And What's going to happen? You're going to go knock on somebody's door who's just accidentally clicked on it? Well, you don't accidentally click on something that says, this could be child abuse. Oh, well, I'll have a look at that anyway. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. There's, a, there's a mentality yeah. there which, which gets lost when it's given the option. When it's given the choice, you either do or you don't. Yeah, and if that's yeah. what you do then surely you know, that's not the first time you've done it, I'm but, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say that, but how often is it you get in front of you a button that says, effectively, it's, it's, it's a red button that says, with a sign underneath it, that says, don't press this button, right? Yeah. So if you put a button in front of 10 people and it says, don't press this button, subliminally, there's a part of your brain that's going to think, I'm going to press that button and not even think it through for whatever reason. Well, if you uh, press and, this and, and button... That's, that, that, and that's a numbers game, right? People just go, hey, what? Don't press this. Press. Well... And then, and then, and then, the, the, then there they are. Well, people sit behind their computer desk thinking that they are immune from the law because you can access anything. I was talking, having a very similar conversation with a student. Uh, he has to do a sort of a presentation speech for his GCSE English, which is, a, we were saying, well, so what could you talk about? He said, oh, what about computer gaming? And I said, OK, well, how could we expand that? And we got onto thinking about how the internet is, it gives, it gives young people access to anything. And then we were talking about how it would say, you know, are you 18? Now, how many young people, you know, it, it got onto sort of downloading games and it's like some of these games are rated 18. And you get to a point where it says, you know, are you 18? And, yeah. and it's the equivalent of. And how many kids are going to go there? No, they they, 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 they want to download the game. 12-year-olds are all, going, all they've oh, read of course is, I am. do you want to not download this game? Yeah. And they're going to go, no, I'll download it. Yeah. So that's all they say. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much in, at that level of responsibility of parents, but... Uh, the majority have no idea what's going on behind that kid's door. Much as when I had Sam Fox's strip poker on my Commodore 64. You know? Did you really? Yeah. Didn't you have that game? No, I didn't have you a Commodore I mean? 64. I told you this. Shut the door and then just play poker until Sam Fox gets her baps out. Mm. First of all, she's there in one outfit. Then she's in one with a bit less. Then her hat comes off. And all then right. she's there with a bit more. And then if you beat the highest level, which I did, I will add, Pablo. It wasn't the highest level that you were beating. You get pixel nips. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the same. It's gone on all for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Have we solved that one? <laughs> Stick it in the fucking bin. Let's get it in the bin. Yeah. yeah. Unless I, was, I was down with sticking it in the bin ages unless ago. Unless it was Sam Fox's p poker. Would you poker? She, she wouldn't like. She wouldn't be up for it. 
Oh no, she's not, is she? She's not. Mm. She's not that way. You're absolutely right. You've put vindictive porn spam. Well, as if. I mean, I didn't know what you were going to put what you just just put, but um, I've got a Facebook page for my comedy. Not a Facebook page, a Facebook group in Southwold. Stand up in Southwold. I've just put it on for the gigs upon home in Southwold. And that's uh, where I, we can go for some vindictive porn, is it? Well, it used to be. And I got a message from um, Ross, my mate Ross, who else is out with gigs, and he sent me a screenshot, um, which I opened up on WhatsApp on my computer in work, which I hadn't. But it's a screenshot of some, like, porn, which somebody had just splashed all over this bloody group page. Splashed is a good word to use. Yeah, yeah. So somebody has been, same same daily, somebody's been infiltrating social media, particularly particularly my, uh, one of my um, Facebook groups for, specifically to, for promoting comedy. Mm. Not a page, a group. And they've been splashing it with all different links to all pornographic things. Did you have I, loads I, of them? I don't know if it was the uh, Russians or whether or not it was a, uh, a vindictive um, uh, rival or whatever. Would you but like me to stop? Is eh? that what you're saying? You'd like me to stop? Yeah, please stop. Mm, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I can I find it myself if I, I want it. I thought your people would like it. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Southwold, it's full of old days. No, on your groups, mate, you can go on there, you can just monitor... I've done it, I've, I've gone on there, I've changed it, basically... You, you do need to check in every few days to make sure... Yeah, well, I've gone on and I've changed it so any posts need uh, permission. It doesn't sound to me like a group that's like an active, everyone shares everything, like some no, of the it's like not. community it's based, groups. So. No, 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 I haven't really breathed much life into it, but it, every now and then I post a picture yeah. for a, a gig and there's there's a, only a couple of hundred people on, but they're all local and they they they, they, they I think it genuinely does sell. But tickets. those posts of um, doesn't represent your brand very well. The does rude it, stuff, it? yeah, and there's also some that have got animals and all sorts. And I think uh, I've, yeah. put, I've put the safeguards on now. Yeah. Like back to what uh, we were saying about Zuckerberg earlier. I've I've employed the bots, so if anybody puts anything on that's like uh, from an account which is uh, brand new, doesn't get on. Yeah. But then, actually, you know, I, I did all of these different things, but uh, you can't comment from a brand-new account. You can't comment from a, an account that doesn't have a profile picture. And if they, you yeah. can't, you know, all of this. I put all of these different things on, and you can't post until I've seen it and had a good look at it. And on a lot of these... For about 20 <laughs> minutes or so. And, and, and then I'll delete it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. 20 because... minutes, get me. <laughs> <laughs> 45 seconds yeah. uh, at your yeah, desk. Yeah, because that's how long it takes to delete. To yeah. delete it. Yeah. yeah, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, that's going in. But there's a lot of stuff on those groups, and I, I think I mentioned it as you came in. You know, the ones... I've got a couple of groups, which... Um, commu- one of them is a community group I inherited from the previous uh, admin. And you get... There are three specific ones which come up a lot. One is people who sell trays of eggs. Yeah. And rip you off. One is, because I've even contacted them, saying, oh, can I have some eggs then? You know, just to see what the scam is. And they say, oh, yeah, send us a deposit, we'll deliver them. But you've got to send it through a certain payment thing. And then you then you look a bit deeper and it's like, oh, so you're dealing these from Russia, are you? Yeah, brilliant. Well done. Another one is neon 
signs. Weirdly, in Russia, there's a massive shortage of eggs. Oh, is there? Yeah, <laughs> there is. So why are they sending them all over here? They're really worried about the shortage of eggs in <laughs> Russia. The government, the the the, the, the Kremlin, that the the, the the Putin has assigned uh, an exar to go out and sort out the egg problem, and he's and he's effectively assigned the exar. So when the issue of no eggs raise its heads, you right. can go, I've got a shit eggs are. Wow. And, and then it, it fucks him off, it gets a new one in, and then this what? this this, this guy's now in sort of, like, and he'll just shift the blame to, to yeah. the egg guy. Well, I guess what Putin needs to do is come on to the happenings in Loddon and the surrounding areas, because they're selling them all on there. Well, that's why they've got no eggs. Yeah. <laughs> they're selling them all in Loddon. Um, the other one is somebody who says, oh, I've just done a course on making neon signs, and there's loads of, like, neon signs in pictures. Yeah. And uh, if anyone would like me to um, improve my portfolio... And then you obviously give them a deposit for a lovely neon sign, which is at cost price at yeah. the materials. Yep, you're not going to see anything for that. And one other one is, oh, what was it? Um, is it a house clearance? Is that, I'm oh, doing no. a house clearance, and you're looking at it, and you're going, a lot of American stuff in that house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the other one this time of year is logs. Oh, yeah. So people will offer you dry logs, kiln-dried logs or whatever, Mm. At only about 15, 20 quid cheaper for a load, for a ton or whatever, than it would be. And you think, well, that, you know, that's 20 quid cheaper. That's a bargain. It seems reasonable. You won't see any logs. They'll take a deposit. You'll never see a log. So, yeah, they don't get through. Full of scammers, mate. Don't give a deposit without actually getting anything. In yeah. the t- like, you need something up for Our and tickets as well. Concert tickets. A load of Taylor Swift tickets at the moment going out oh, there. So, and they're yeah. saying, oh, £175. And there's a long rambling... I bought some tickets and then I, and then a friend bought some and now we've got two extras and if you would like them, unless they're going to show you a picture of the actual tickets with the thing covered up or whatever, the barcode, tell them to fuck off. Even then, you, you can do that with a Google search. Well, Just buy it from legitimate sources. You're all right. If you don't ever pay a deposit or bloody transfer yeah. money online. You'll be but amazed however, the number of people that do that. If you do see an advert for com- uh, uh, comedy tickets for WCB, um, it's probably going to be all right. Clicking that would yeah, be fine. Yeah. And if you put sold out on it, I've got some you can have. No. Yeah, I, contact I, me. Come and see me if you want tickets to his gigs. I don't do that. That's the thing. We've spoken about this before. If you write sold out and a bot picks it up and tries to spam you. They do. Yeah. Fuck off. Go on, press the button, Kai. I've put, we've put, you said put it, uh, them weird Valentine's cards again. I was yeah. in Tesco's. Yeah, well, you spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, and I was like... Uh, you weren't quite sure if they really was, were a thing, were you? No, I was fairly indifferent as well, but then he sent me a picture. Yeah. And, um... Happy, uh, dear, oh, to to my dearest grandson, have a wonderful Valentine's Day from Nana. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What was the card that was amongst it all that did make me laugh? Eat me. That's it, yeah. <laughs> last, last thing you want is a card from Nana that says, eat me. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one for, for my cutest daughter. Happy Valentine's Day. Nah, it's, it's, it's not on. To a wonderful son, and there's a picture of a minion with a kiss mark on his face. I mean, these are all a little bit weird. They are. I've, I went from being um, slightly indifferent and thinking, yeah, it's a bit, it's just a hallmark scam and i was talking about the boardroom table meeting we go oh, let's just reinvent valentine's yeah that's that's one thing but actually when you see the cards 
they're actually quite disturbing, aren't they? Well, a little bit. Yeah. I saw them all there, and I was like, wow. My yeah. cutest daughter, and there's a little picture yeah, of a very cutest. tiny daughter with a little cuddly toy under her arm. Yeah. A Valentine's card. Like my cutest daughter. Because it's That's a romantic, it, it's all, yeah, we've talked about this, but yeah. it's, it's a romantic en- encounter you would wish for. Yeah. With Valentine's Day. That's what I've always known it as. I did think when we talked about it, it was about three weeks away from Valentine's Day. So this is more appropriate. By the time this goes out, people yeah. who are actually going out for their Valentine's meals. They will be. Ruining all those restaurants' business plans by... Uh, Having the tables for two. Yeah, tables for yeah. two. It used to piss me right off when I was managing restaurants. Oh, I've got to set up for twos. And you always lost it anyway. I said to uh, Mrs Pablo, it's our first Valentine's as a man and wife, right? So I said... Do you think we should go out somewhere nice for Valentine's? Nah. No? D- d- nice. no, so, no, let's suck it off. Nah, don't really. <laughs> Not for it. Brilliant. Yeah, Result. I thought I'd done, done well here. Pick wisely. It's yeah. <laughs> an absolute touch, mate. Well done. <laughs> what e- exactly is going on? Oh, I'll tell you what, it's a bit of an egg episode, isn't it? Have you tired of the egg Easter eggs? No, I'll tell you what is it, it is. I'll tell you what it is. I, I'm Have quite... you started ovulating? No, no. That's a, that's a shit yolk. I mean, joke. <laughs> I thought I'd crack it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. But yeah. Shall we get on? Yeah, let's let's not do loads of shit egg puns. No, let's. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, right, what was I going to say? So, yes, uh, I was in Morrison's, where, you, where we get the eggs from, right? Well, it's one of many places. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where eggs come from, at least for me, right? And I've routinely been packing up, picking up Packs of six free-range eggs. Mm. Large free-range eggs. Or at least that's what it says. No. The large eggs aren't large anymore, Kai. You might get one large and then the others... They do, they they front-load them. Yeah. yeah. They're they're, they're, they're medium eggs. It's not like... It's not even legitimate shrinkflation, right? Because... You can't shrinkflate a... You can't say to a bloody chicken, a hen... You know, the one that lays the eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't say, that, you know, just these up a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> lay, it, lay it off a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so they've got big eggs, right? Yeah. So what are they doing? And why, did, why are they putting the medium-sized eggs in the big-sized trays? Yeah. What's going on there? I think well, probably what they're doing, they're putting the big-sized eggs in the extra-large-sized eggs. Do you know what I think's happening as well? Go on. And you can do this too, I'm sure. You go over... You open up four boxes and you go, well, I'll have those six big ones out of the four boxes of various sizes. People are swapping them about. I reckon. Yeah, there might so be a bit. you're ending up with the slightly smaller ones. Do you reckon because it's a, uh, people a bit tight with money? I'm not that. saying that's something I would do because we don't actually get eggs from the supermarket. Oh. Yeah, la-dee-da. Do you, do you lay them, Kai? <laughs> I harvest them. <laughs> I harvest them from... Uh, uh, from somebody who's got chickens. We used to have chickens that laid eggs. You, you, you were very guarded there. I was. I was going to say I harvest them from my wife, but that's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> come on, Mrs. Kai. You, you can do it. Cluck, cluck, love. Come on, cluck, cluck. <laughs> You've had your kids. <laughs> now we're going to have omelettes. Ovulate, damn you. So we get ours from somebody who's got loads of loads of chickens. We used to have two chickens in the garden. It's not Mrs. Kai, though. No, it's not. It's no, not. Just... So we had a couple of chickens in our garden, but they wrecked the grass. and we, we ended up sort of passing them on to somebody um, back up in Hardley, where we came from. 
uh, where we first lived. But our old landlady has loads of chickens, and so we get fresh, lovely eggs from her yeah, well, for about one twenty a box or something, one fifty a box. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you, you can't just nip by there on, on your way to work, can you? No. No. I, yeah. Yeah, it could be people swapping eggs about, but it's been a lot of it happening. You can't how desperate have you got to be to swap eggs about. Well, you're so, so you, well, you, clearly quite desperate because you, you're complaining... You you just open up a few boxes and go. Oh, I'll have the th- I'll have three from the top and one from the middle there. No, I, what people are doing about getting the small eggs, going to the big eggs, and then swapping them about. Oh, now that's a different. Yeah, now that's a different matter. Is that not what you meant? No, no, I meant. What the, the, exactly do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me explain. What you do is you get. <laughs> No, I, I'm thinking they've got all the large eggs and they've opened up four large egg boxes and they've gone, okay, well, these are the largest of the large. But uh, you're saying maybe what they're doing is going over and going, oh, I'll take the medium eggs. And, oh, yeah, that's a different, that's a, that's a crime. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That is, that's criminal. That is criminal. Probably Russians coming over here, nicking our eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Putting them in the different boxes. Yay. <laughs> Spamming our comedy pages with porn. Reducing the size of our eggs. This is yeah. war, Kai. Well, this is this, this is what war looks like. Well, well, it's not. I've been I, very flippant. I but. think <laughs> I think I'm let this just stop there. Was he going to come out with an egg pun then? But like you were, well, I said you I, didn't follow it through. No, I did. I said I'm I'm letting I'm I'm letting this stop here. Stop. I'll give you that one, Kai. That was all right. Thanks, that. mate. Uh, <laughs> Yes, and you've put it's like cars, this. Yeah, it's like Carsis. Right, this is referencing the first episode, first series of Alan Partridge when he's in a lift yeah. in a hotel and he has a shit uh, conversation um, with a guy he keeps meeting in the lift. And at one point, the guys, they're sort of moving around, getting in each other's way, and the guy goes, it's like Cars this, just to say something, right? And the Partridge looks at him, looks at him as if to say, "You fucking knob," like right. <laughs> but they keep meeting, having to have like really shit uh, small talk in the lift, and that's like a running joke. But at my pure gym, right, there's been a, a gentleman that goes in at the same time as me every day, and and he's taking. You run out of small talk. Oh, we didn't even. We weren't even there with the small talk, and <laughs> and I don't. I I think he might be a look. I think he's trying hard to be sociable, and I'm in my own zone, really, and, you know, and God bless him, he's tried to have small talk, and the other day, he said to me, as as, as I, I was leaving, he looked at me and smiled, and I smiled back, like, and I was thinking, oh, that's that guy again, not really thinking much else about it, he goes, <laughs> I wish I was you, and I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> I went, ha, ha, ha. And, and then he, he sort of looked and went really awkward. And I went, you mean you wish you'd finished your uh, gym thing now and you still got it all to do? He went, yeah, that's it, that's it. And I could see in his face that 
he didn't want to say that and it just spilled out of his mouth and he immediately felt like a fucking knob. Did Which he, he did look a fucking knob, to be fair. I wish but, I was you. What, what, that you just finished? No, no, that I could wear your skin. <laughs> I, I don't think we're there. I really, I mean, it's running through my mind. <laughs> but but I, I genuinely think he's just a guy and it's just, you know, happy to have a bit of social contact, contact right? Which in itself, I think is actually quite nice. But, it, but here's the weird thing. I haven't seen him since then. It's been about, about three or four days. So running through my mind, I'm thinking, it's a guy. He never speaks to anybody, and when he tries <laughs> to speak to somebody, he's trying it with me, and uh, and it's it, gone a bit wrong. It's gone a bit fucking yeah. wrong. I wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, oh, uh, all right, mate. All right. Well, you just finished your set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> So anyway, I, I wanted to say praise be for just just trying for trying and small talk. You know what I mean? If I see him again, right, in, in this week, I'd be so pleased to see him because I think it, I hope, it, I hope he hasn't killed himself or something. Oh, no. So so if I see him again, I'll be like, <laughs> I'm going to small talk the living fucking shite out of the bastard. Yeah. Have some of this. Yeah. Oh, do you come here from work, do you? I'm, I'm properly going to go for it. Uh, where'd you get all those bruises on your face from? Punching <laughs> <laughs> <Dungeon> himself. <laughs> I've been punching myself for a week. I spent all that time working up the coach to speak to one person and have some social contact in my sad life. Yeah. And the best I can come out with is, I wish I was you. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have very soft skin. <laughs> I'd like to wear it one day. <laughs> We have a Patreon that we've neglected for a couple of weeks. Sorry, James. Yes, James. Thank you so much. Yes, James. James, James Voicey. James Voicey. Yeah, yeah. And he's um and he's been dropping us a few comments, so he's obviously happy in there. Do you reckon Voicey is his actual surname, or is that a nickname? Like, it sounds a bit Voicey, doesn't it? Voicey. Voicey. No, it's Voicey. It's got to be Voicey. 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 Right, Voicey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like a, a top bloke. He's one of um, he's a cyclist. It's weird. You know, I've this been is stalking weird. him. This is weird. There's been three things you've put down, right? Yeah, and I've also got a thing on it later on. Have you? I've got a thing on cyclists. Oh, yeah, well, it's weird, isn't it? So, so we don't I like didn't we, put we, down we, cyclists. No, no, but you started talking about cyclists, yeah. and I've got a thing about you. Don't know this stuff because you wouldn't have known. No. And and you you put down about the uh, um, the Zuckerberg, so your porn and stuff invading the internet. You didn't know what I was going to put. No. I didn't know you were going to put that down. And I put something very Synergy, similar. Pablo. And the eggs. You, we were talking about eggs earlier, yeah. and then like the Russians and the eggs. eggs and I put. And eggs. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it because I've hit... it's synchronicity? Is well, what it is. it's because I've I've got to fifty, and now we share the same interests. Suddenly, we have, we have the same nexus of concerns. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's good. That's it? a good name for a podcast: the nexus of concerns. And you just go on and bleat on about shit. That's but, what. Yeah, it's literally what we do. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And then and then we we uh, we make comments like, oh yeah, um, if you've got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything, and then we talk about stuff which is yeah, not yeah. very nice. Yeah, we slag off people for <laughs> slagging off people in the comedy yeah. industry, which we'll do in a bit. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be slagging people off. Yeah. It was like after the, ten minutes of slagging off people in the comedy. industry. I mean, the other day industry. we were talking about some comedian, and then you, you would, and and how much we weren't particularly fond, 
and then you you said if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything and yeah. I'm like, yeah yeah hypocrite yeah yeah bloody hypocrite i'm i always, i'm always pretty nice actually I, I love being a hypocrite do you i do yeah Hypocrites. Very, there's, there's, there's an upside to it isn't there because you get to slag off shit yeah that you get to do yourself that's right it's fantastic there's nothing wrong with that well, it is. It's hypocritical. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with being But there. if you can just get over that. Yeah, if people can get over that. What way to live? Yeah, don't judge me. Yeah. I'll call <laughs> you a twat, and then I'll say it's really not nice to call people twats. Yeah. You know, it's not. I know that. <laughs> You're a, still a twat. That's the conundrum we have with this pod. I've noticed this. <laughs> We're getting very meta. James Voisey. Thank you, mate. I hope you're happy in the old uh, Patreon zone. Yeah. yeah, let us know. Give us a message in the Patreons. And... Good time to say, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy it, if you're a regular listener, we know we've got a good few regular listeners. Please drop us a little review on Apple Podcasts. There are lots more of you on Apple than there are on Spotify, I've seen. So please do. It would be really nice and it does help generate more listeners. And that's what we want. Let me say as well, I mentioned Ross earlier, Mm. didn't I? I forget why, I don't know. Why did I mention Ross? Forgot, forgot. Anyway, uh, it, I was talking to. Because he flagged up your porn. So, so I was talking to Ross, right, on WhatsApp. It's the same difference these days, right? And he was saying that he listened to um, the pod I did with Jason Stamp, and he went on to say, "I should really listen to more of your pod thing because when I do listen to it, Paul, um, it's." It's really good. I enjoyed that one, mate. Well done. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I told you, but it was a good one. Did you Did you actually enjoy it? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was very interesting listening yeah. to Jason and yourself having a chat. And yeah, uh, yeah I think you um, you pitched that one really well. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot to it interviewing someone. Well, there's if you're interviewing some someone, it's, it's a lot about what you don't do. Rather than what you do do, mm. I think. So I was trying to bear that in mind. Well, you do know him reasonably well, and you did know Justin reasonably well, which is helpful. But what I'm doing is interviewing people that I do know, just to ease my way in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, it, it was a good one. But what I was going to go on to say, I mean, you go back and listen to that, people. There's two interview pods on, on here. There's one with Justin Parks, who's a comedian, and one with Jason Stamp that we did recently. Give, give, give them a whirl. It's something different. It's not really what we're about. We're going to carry on doing what we're doing here. But every now and then, we'll throw in a bit of an interview. But what I will say, I eventually get around to saying it, I said to Ross, if you like listening to us, make sure you hit the subscribe thing on whatever thing you're listening to. Because I like listening to different pods. And sometimes if I don't hit the subscribe or the like or whatever, yeah. it doesn't appear on your feed. And then you forget to listen to it. I was listening. So it was the Diary of a CEO. That's number one now. That's, it, that's number. I think it's number one in the world. But yeah, I mean, it's good. It is good. Um, yeah, it yeah. is good. He gets people on there who are interesting. But I didn't subscribe to it, and then I looked, and there's a load. You know, there's been about five or six I've missed. He's just he, because I hadn't sort of clicked the click the. He's a cleverer tick. guy than he comes across. That bloke, honestly, he's he, he's done a lot of things right. I mean, he's got a. He put a bit of money behind it. I think he went out not to make it a profit profitable thing but it has become a business of its own right he's beating joe rogan with it now yeah was he well it's certainly in the uk charts he is he's a lovely look he's a lovely guy very um sensitive he comes across yeah yeah and, he does yeah and for somebody who's running a business if you if you stick him next to alan sugar or you know richard branson 
very different chemistry, aren't they? Yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of uh, their makeup as people who run big businesses. That one um, with Diamond Dynamo. Yeah, that was brilliant, mate. And do you know what? You know, on that on that Dynamo one, that's what that was. What the first one I sat down and listened to. Um, partly because it was very interesting to me, because at the time that Dynamo was going through his darkest points, him and my son were in contact regularly. Yeah, I know you told me this. And Mind you, the listeners won't know that. No, they, they wouldn't, but, but um, during the lockdowns, and he was FaceTiming Senna, and, and Senna was doing his cards, and they were chatting, and he invited him to London at one point. Um, then he went offline completely. And we thought it was because he was just lying low, but it wasn't. It was because he wasn't allowed to use his name, Dynamo. They, the, the management completely yeah. locked him down. Yeah, yeah. Mate, that, and he that, was was, that came as a severe big, mental big, health issues at the time. Yeah, a big surprise. And he, you know, he attempted suicide and everything. I recommend that pod. It was a fantastic insight into something that also, you know, for me it was even more interesting because I was kind of on the peripheries of that while it was happening. Mm. And it was a really, really... You know, I was very proud of what Senna was achieving, but nobody knew what he was going through. Yeah. And you, you get a real sense of it, and it's, it's quite an emotional ride, that, that good, podcast. Good listen, Diary of a CEO, um, yeah. the, the Dynamo one. That's and good, that's you'll good. probably find it by putting CEO Dynamo, that would get you there, oh, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah do, do have a listen. Uh, yes, yeah, so... Saul Bernstein. Yes, he sent me a message this week and said, ah, that's Saul on. He sent me this message and he said he was buzzing from your gig. And I thought, yeah, let's just stick Saul in, praise be. It's I think has he been in here twice now? I think he has. He probably has. Yeah. And uh, it's lovely when acts of his experience and status on the circuit come to a little pub in the back room of a pub in a village and they go away buzzing. But what was most important for that one for me was that there were more than a few punters in the room who were genuinely saying they've never seen anything so funny. And that gave me a buzz because yeah. Sol Bernstein is one of the acts that I book first at a new venue if I can, yeah. if he's available, to introduce him to a new audience. Yeah, yeah. And... When I first saw Sol Bernstein 20-something years ago, I was just, you know, never seen anything like it. It was the funniest thing. And so to introduce that to a new audience is what I love doing. And on Friday when he came, absolutely hit the spot. You know, there were people there just never seen anything like it. It's never sweet when it comes together like that, isn't it? It is beautiful. Yeah. And he was on fire and he went away buzzing and people were, you know, shaking his hand and telling him how great he was. And that, that's what they do it for. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter how many years they've been doing it. Yeah. Whether it's the back room of a pub or in the foyer of a theatre. Um, but to see Sol in his, you know, what is he? He's in his 70s now. Yeah. Amazing. That but, he still gets a buzz out of little back room gigs. Weirdly, on on that, we're going to plug it again, Guy, but on, on the interview I did with Jason Stamp, Jason mm. was saying in one of his very early gigs, he was uh, going to a gig in Kingston, and he got a phone call when he was about half an hour away or something, say, and he said, can you... Uh, can you come next week instead? Uh, we we haven't squeezed somebody in. He said, "Oh, not really, mate. I'm I'm half, you know, you know, two hours into my journey." So, oh, okay. And then he gets there, and the reason why they they wanted to push you back was that Jack D oh. was was on the bill. He just wanted, yeah. So he was over uh, listening to uh, Jack D afterwards, and the promoter was saying, 
yeah, so I said, how come you've you, you got something coming up? How come you wanted to uh, jump on our bill? He said, I just wanted to do one. Yeah. Just And, and you know, Jack D being that famous, he just wanted to do one. Do a gig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's lovely when that sort of thing happens. Uh, but, yeah, hats off to Sol Bernstein, not only for doing these little gigs, but also still getting an absolute buzz out of it. Yeah. Because they must do these, you know, there must be gigs they that experience acts just do it and it's and it does represent money doesn't it yeah at yeah. the end of the day yeah it does yeah and but, but you've got you know i mean there's a reason why a lot of uh, these people do it uh and, and it isn't just money is it like if you want to be rich you can take another course i'm sure yeah you know but if you want to be walking on air after having a room full of people thinking that you're a god then it's going back it's, from it's, a, yeah. It's not a bad thing to be into, is it? You know, you know a what three I mean? and a half, four hour journey home. Self-validation. With, with a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Because he could quite easily turn up to a gig like mine and there could quite easily be 20 people in the room. I'll still run the gig. I wouldn't cancel it. And yeah. it's a very different experience then. But if you aren't, if you are a promoter and you aren't booking Sol Bernstein, Do you know what? get I wa- on it. I wasn't and I haven't, but I have. Yes, he's so coming I, I, up, isn't he's he? coming up. Mate. If I, if I, I mean, I've seen Sol a few times at your gigs, and I just haven't been able to make dates. But a big shout out there! It, you know, I don't I've, know why I've got him coming up. I don't know as a promoter why you're not booking him. Uh, but because you keep booking him, Karen, honestly, yes. get him on your bill because yeah. he is fire. Um, and he went on in the middle, and he was yeah, absolutely on it. WTF. Well, actually, I'll put this on afterwards. That should read, what the fuck is going on? What, Pablo? What's going on? Well, what the fuck is going on is a podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. It's a podcast uh, by a comedian. Um, don't <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I like podcasts by a comedian. They're some of the best. Oh, fucking hell. My name's Pablo, right. and I can remember the thing I wanted Don't to say. Don't leave this in, for fuck's sake. I will. You've put, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly, Kai. What's that? I'll tell you what the fuck is going on. I've been listening to a podcast called, What the Fuck is Going On? By Mark Steele. Mark Steele, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah, he's done one of our little he intros. Did, it is ever such a good podcast, it really is. And he's been maintaining his, uh, like, I think he, I think he got Sean Walsh to cover one week, as far as I can tell. But he's been doing it every week, and he's been handling having bloody throat cancer with real good humour. Right. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. and that in itself is inspirational but he's been zapped and been pulled around and poked and prodded must have his up and downs it can't be denied yeah exactly but he's still as eloquent and articulate as ever and it's it's definitely worth a listen and, and the fact that he's just sort of marching through adversity take my hat off to him absolutely take my hat off to him nice and one. it's a really good podcast and he really likes our podcast as you'll hear here Hello, I'm Mark Steele, and I am here backstage at the Comedy Store with a promoter who has made a podcast, which I would suggest to you is the podcast you should listen to before you listen to the other 800,000 billion podcasts that are made every three seconds. The promoter, Mouths, made in a lovely village in Norfolk. Now, we're going to pop off for a moment and do a little bit of a Patreon uh, interlude that we will upload onto our Patreon site 
which is growing all the time. Yes, it's doing well now. Yeah, but um, if you would like to join the patron uh, site, you we, can do it for free, or you can pay £4 a month. Last week, I, three Patreon pods went on in one week. Because there was oh, there was yeah, there was your birthday, birthday one. Yeah, yeah. There was one we'd done the week after, and we got around to mixing them at the same time. And I put the uh, Jason Stamp interview on about five days early. So so you got them, and the the Patreon pods haven't it. You know, maybe one day we'll be poorly and we'll dig out one that won't get us cancelled, and we'll post it on it as as a tester episode. But so far, they're, they're all staying on the Patreon pod. Well, we know we know there are many hundreds of people listening to this podcast, and it would be lovely if you fancy just dipping in. You know, it's the price of a pint, which we will share with two straws. It's, it's, not, it's not even a pint anymore. We, we don't even we it's, don't even buy pints with it. It pays the subscriptions. It helps us keep it going. It's the price of a Weatherspoon's pint. It is the price of a Weatherspoon's pint, and they don't even give straws there. It's so. not. It's not a premium lager, and in, uh, in, in, in our other pubs are available. Yeah. <laughs> the White Horse. But don't think we are <laughs> going to be pissing it up the wall. It definitely does help us keep it going. But if you'd like to do that, do pop over there. You can you can do it for a month and then dip out straight away, or you can keep it going. I, we don't mind, but it would be lovely to see your support because we've been doing this for sixty episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the tech and all the um, fees for so, getting it online. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly a great business venture no, <laughs> in terms of bottom line. Six, but, um, 60 episodes, right? That's 120 hours at least of us just chatting, minimum. That. Some of those early episodes went on forever. And if you times that by four hours, yeah, yeah. so 60 times four hours, six, twelve, eight, yeah, at least... 250 or more hours of editing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. And then all the Patreon pods on top of that. On top of that. And they yeah. take you what? They take you three weeks to edit, don't they? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> they do. Sometimes they just, <laughs> just put the music on at the beginning and in the end. So we're going to pop <laughs> we're gonna pop away and do a little Patreon thing, which we'll then upload, and uh, we'll catch you back here any moment now. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at Patreon.com slash Promoter Mouths. So that that was our Patreon visit. It was. Where we talked about our 20s to 30s, the 1990s. Uh, yeah, we're going to call that episode... One. We're going to call that episode Kai's Drug Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to be a patron, you can hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mock my afflictions. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... I've put promoters and acts dealing out brutal feedback to newbie comedians in the green room. Mm. Well, yeah, in front of other acts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. What happened? Kai? Well, I've somebody somebody was talking to me recently about an incident that they encountered where there was a a relatively new act who wasn't shit um who asked a, another promoter about maybe getting some gigs and then was told in no uncertain terms why they wouldn't be getting any gigs because there were you know a couple of their gags were taken and Remolded from other people's gags and so on. Joke fees, man. Well, well, you say that. Yeah, I just did. Well, yeah, you say that. I mean, these curtains. I mean, the last time I saw curtains like these, mm. Pablo. Um, uh, 
Yeah, you can say goodbye <laughs> to your dad. Yeah, yeah get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So where, where, you know, where, where is joke thievery um, suddenly frowned upon when you're paying hundreds of pounds to some acts that actually use gags that are recycled and so on? Anyway, it was the nature. The, the act was quite surprised at the nature and the tone and the seemingly almost bullyish nature of the act and the promoter so let's that, get that this let's get this clear you, yeah. you you were there right and you saw exactly what happened well i wasn't there i know why it, you're going down this road but the reality is if you heard it from anyone else you'd go fuck me that sounds a bit bad doesn't it um, mm. but the point is when is feedback or the tone of feedback you know to new acts who haven't done badly when is it okay to kind of what what it sounds like, um, be quite mean-spirited about it. It's never good to be mean-spirited. I don't think I'm being lied to. For, for openness, yeah, but perception is, uh, is a thing, isn't it? And Chinese whispers is a thing. So without being in a room, you don't know exactly what happened. And you don't have the full context without being there. But... If if you're just the re, the reason why it's got a bit of flavour because you told me some of the protagonists who we won't name this is the real thing that happened and I know some of the protagonists yeah. so I'm obviously thinking doesn't quite add up totally no no the, and the, I, get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that I get that I get that so but so context can be a thing do you give feedback to acts if an act came up to you and you thought they were not very good. Or you, there was something about their act. Are you brutally honest with them? So I've, if if an act comes I've, up to me and says, "Oh, can I have, can I get a gig?" and I'm not that keen, yeah. I probably wouldn't tear strips off them. I would probably say, "Well, you can apply and give them the right direction." I tell you what. Um, sometimes in life, you are in a position to hold authority. And I've seen people who hadn't realised the authority that they wield. And I'll give you an example. In my day job, I have known somebody who got themselves into a senior management role quite quickly. And they, they've been, they've criticised a junior member of staff, right? And they've done it without any regard for the fact that they are now in a senior management role. And it carries so much more weight mm. if a senior manager is criticising you, especially in front of other people. But I, I, there was one particular person who, who did this. And I, I remember thinking at the time, that's bloody harsh. But then it dawned on me, he didn't realise that he was actually wearing the skin of a senior manager. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so what yeah. he was actually doing was just looking at the guy as an equal and then giving his feedback as an equal but not realising the weight it would carry coming from somebody in his position. He didn't actually realise it. Yeah, maybe. So that can happen. And and, and weirdly, since I saw that and watched that, you know, he, he nearly got done for bullying. But I actually knew he wasn't a bad guy, right? Mm. But he hadn't realised the weight of his own position. And that can happen in green rooms where people don't... They, they have good intent and they want to give somebody good advice. Well, that's my and, thinking and, as and, well, yeah. And, and I've seen that happen a couple of times. What If it's with good intent, it's all right, but can be brutal as well. And it could be more brutal if it's a new art and they're, more, they're thinner-skinned. 
as well. Mm. And they they often can be. And I know it's weirdly, comedians can be thinner skinned than the average Joe. I, I, think I, I, I don't quite know why that is. People think they're not. But no, it just, it just came up and it was just like somebody was surprised. And they were going, wow, this happened. And I was surprised to hear it Yeah. Um, in the terms that it was given. Um, but I have no doubt it was probably, you know, if other people are standing by seeing that, it just begs the question of, you know, how hard can your feedback be? How much sensitivity do you afford to new acts who are on their way up? Yeah. Because it can be. You know, I did I did one once and came off stage in the compo, ran the gig, said something like, yeah, there goes Kai Baron. We wish him all the best flipping burgers or something like that. And that yeah. hurt as yeah. I went off. It was like, shit, I know it wasn't great, but it's I didn't it. need that little yeah, kick in the bollocks yeah, as yeah, I went. Yeah. yeah, it can be rough, can't it? I mean, you put yourself on the line, really. But you know what? I, I'm not on board with joke theft, right? If if it's at a mad level, and it, sometimes you know the people whose jokes are being nicked, right? I remember being in an open spot, and I remember one guy, this guy from uh, from Liverpool, nick, nicking a joke of an actor I still know, right? And they were doing the act on the same night, and the guy went off and did the same joke that the guy was about to go on with. And he said, well, you just told me fucking joke. He said, oh, no, I think I heard it somewhere. And there's no way. Mm. There's absolutely no way. The joke was too niche. And the bloke has just been on the same circuit and seen this guy before. But, and, but and, and, an, and that's that in itself is shit, Alzheimer. And, and I think from an, from an open spot perspective, you know, these are sometimes little go-tos that open spots sometimes adopt Some, sometimes yeah i mean look it's a learning curve it, 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 there it, are a couple of open spots on the circuit that have come through and it, you, you're it, like mm, that's a mitch hedberg gag I, I, I think it's good to be told but it's how you tell people and from what you're saying it might be virgin leaning into a bit bit brutal but i'll tell you what what i what, what? I, what I don't like right i think from what you said it might have come from a, a, a it's Mate, from another act, and they, they yeah, will be listening it, as well. It, 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 it might have come from a... It might have sounded brutal, but I think it was... Reading between the lines, it might have been tough love. But what I have seen, which I, I don't appreciate, is the condescending advice from one act to another. And I've seen that before. And that's less given in uh, as tough love. It's more given as to big yourself up. That's the old Chinese proper. Uh, small man make himself look big, big by... Uh, calling another man small. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in green rooms. Have you? I've seen that a few times where where was one at lording it over another, giving advice in a patronising way, out loud to make him look as though I'm all knowing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I've seen that a few times, and it's it's less about uh, giving the act advice. It's about bigging yourself up in front of people, and I've seen that that. Is is yeah. worse in my opinion, but I do think you know even the most experienced of acts started out somewhere, and I think there is encouragement, and then there's you know, you know maybe cutting them down before they're before they've sprouted, and I think you know people yeah. try all sorts of things. Maybe, uh, yeah, I think we have a uh, we have a duty to encourage new acts uh, as promoters I th- I and, think so, and young yeah. acts because yeah. they are the you know future, and we don't know. I think, but, but they've got to be real as well. Look, you, you get some acts who think that they've. Um, you know, you you get acts that think, open spot acts, suddenly think, and you can see it in their swagger, they think they're really something when they've done a few yeah. few spots. Yeah. And, you know, if and if, that, if they're doing that, 
it, I think it helps them to be brought down a peg or two. Personally, I don't think it was intended, but it's a good talking point, right? It's definitely a good talking how, point. No, how, I'll, give you, you know, I'll give you that. The talking point being how, how, how brutal or how, you know, how honest feedback do acts deserve or need on the way up? Because sometimes it's just a case of not, not yet and move on. Gen- genuinely, though, it is, I am a little bit concerned. You, you had a conversation with an act who reported this to you. And now you're going to think twice about it booking was only, this guy now. It was, no, it was in conversation. No, I'm not yeah, having second thoughts about booking him. Was... I, I wasn't going to book him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you wasn't, but you should. Opinion O-P-I-N-I-O-N Opinion O-P-I-N-I-O-N O-P-I-N Onion it's just an opinion. I don't mean what I say. Why do you've put? Why do we get starstruck? Yeah. So it's a weird thing, right? Being starstruck. Famous people, right? When you meet a famous person and you get starstruck, what is it about celebrity that makes that has that? Why is it you mentally hold somebody up? on a pedestal just because they are more recognised. Because mm. if you think about it, it's it's a really odd thing. Just because they're familiar to you and they've had lots of exposure to other people, then when you meet them... Now, I've met, like in this game, I've met a few of my heroes, mm. right? And you, your voice goes a bit high and you're a little bit in awe of them, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that can happen, right? And Or if you have a chance sighting of somebody... Like and you go, oh fucking hell! Oh, I, I saw David Williams at an airport. Yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of I thing. I saw Slash once on Carnaby Street in London. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Spike Milligan at Victoria train station. I was buzzing for ages, and I was a bit like, I was like, fucking hell, yeah. you know. But why? That's my point. Why? Why is it? It's like seeing a rare butterfly, isn't it? Or is a, it? Yeah, it is. It's like wow. Can't be asked with a rare butterfly. Yeah, but, but it's to a butterfly. But you're not a butterfly spotter, are you? You're you're or a, whatever their technical term is, or or a bird spotter. What are they called? But why? Twitcher. Why do we hold these people in high esteem? Um, yeah, I suppose there's a novelty of seeing somebody. Go, oh yeah, well, they're no, a celebrity. No, 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 you know. It's like when. But, but why do you? Yeah, but why do you hold them in high esteem? Why? Is it, is because it, they've achieved something that you admire and you respect, and I think that's that holds a lot. You know, if you see a musician that you've listened to and... But not and always, though. To be... Not always. Yeah. Because celebrity in, the, in this day and age, like, if somebody's sort of been on Big Brother, you go, oh, you, well, get, you get excited. I that? don't... I, I honestly don't get the, the, like, the ones that have got millions of views on YouTube, like PewDiePie. Kids used to fill up shopping malls with it, didn't yeah. they? They'd be out in force. If they would just got a sniff that he was in town, yeah. I didn't quite get that. But, but you can see why. It's because they are a I, part no. of their. Yeah, they they see them as being something, and an, an entertainer, but they are more than just a part of your life. They are something like a shining light, aren't they? Yeah, but you're saying they've achieved something. What about as somebody who I don't know, I don't know, like a. A surgeon or or um, an architect. Yeah, but they've achieved stuff. Yeah, but you wouldn't recognise them if you saw them. Yeah, but what's the point? What, what is it you you like then? Is it, is it the fact that you can recognise them or the fact that they've achieved something? Well, it's the fact that you've seen them on telly and they are. But why is that? 
Why? Why, why would he hold him in esteem? Because you've seen him on telly. Well, it depends what they've done. So if he saw Butch from Bloody Emmerdale, I know he's been dead for years, uh, but I don't Not know why I'm referencing that. But like, yeah, but if you saw him in the street, I remember seeing Fred G from Coronation Street walk down Market Street. We're going back a bit here now. We're talking thirty years ago. But I remember thinking, "Fuck you, know, there's Fred G." Now, personally, yeah. for me, I, I don't know why I felt like I, that. I, I kind of play sometimes if if you get close enough to the slightly over familiar card, in that you don't sort of treat them as like up on a pedestal. Um, I suppose a slight um, contradiction to that was with, what's his name? Jason Manford, when he came to the store. Yeah. I just sort of, um, yeah, we were very friendly. It was very nice and stuff. But there was a point at which you kind of realised he was the pro. And he was, you know, he's been there, seen that, done it. And he was, had his pro tools out. And you kind of gave him a bit more of a wide berth. Yeah. Out of respect, more than out of anything else. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't get him on... The um on the mic because yeah. it just didn't seem right. You, you know, it, it's kind of like he's not into this. Did he, did he tell it to fuck off or something? He didn't tell me to fuck off. No, he, you, it went no was chance. A, didn't it he? was the timing of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no chance. he said no chance to your gig. Oh, when right. I tried to get <laughs> yeah. my mates from uh, from around your neck of the woods, and uh, yeah, he's good. got a gig. No chance. <laughs> Fair fuck, enough. Fuck I'd rather off, hear Dick. that. Fuck yeah. off, dickhead. Yeah. See yeah. now, going back to the old open mic thing we were saying earlier, that's a better reply, isn't it? Can I have a gig? No chance. Mm. That's a far better thing than saying no. Your jokes are shit, and uh, maybe. <laughs> Well, you need words and stuff. I'll tell you another one I thought of as well, which is slightly different. Do you know, right, when you see um, a shapely lady, right? A shapely lady. What sort of shape? Well, let's say... The right shapes in the right places. Yeah, a shape that you might like, right? Yeah, yeah. And and a lady walk past and you suddenly find your eyes going, oh, the eyes following. You thought, better avert my gaze because a shapely lady just walked past... And you feel your your your, your eyes going a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, like like you know, like Mrs. Pablo. Yeah. Oh, God, say that. Yeah. So, but well, no, 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 like Mrs. Kai, you mean? When I, I see her. Yeah, well, different for everyone, isn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just flesh and angles of flesh. Yeah. And but, different build build. So it's just geometry mm. and texture, and it's making something in your brain go bing. No, that's that's having the horn. Yeah, no, but is. why? Yeah, but why? It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's like no, you, you, that's, that's you, a sexual attraction. Yeah, but you, yeah, but that's that's my point. Like you see that particular shape, and you go, "Oh, I'd like to." Uh, I'm appreciating that shape, but it works as well with cars, Is right? It appreciating that shape, or oh, I'm appreciating them tits, the shape of them. Okay. Yeah, but if he's like, if a larder goes past, right? Right, they're so brutal. I actually quite like larders now because I yeah. like sort of brutalist um, Soviet things. But let's say, let's say a Toyota Yaris, yeah, or a Yaris, or if you're from Norfolk, yeah, yeah. yeah, he goes past, like you don't notice it. But if a Porsche goes past with all its curves, yeah. why, why do you go? Oh, look at that car. That's well, there's nice. a mm, there's a status thing, and there's a shape, maybe, but also you know it's worth a lot of money, and there's a jealousy there. Potentially, is I'd it, like to own that car. The person who's driving that no, clearly but, got a bit of cash. Well, that's if you know. That's out if, of it, my reach. If if you know the badge on it, right? But certain cars are shaped in a way you go, "Wow, look at that shape in that car. That looks something else." You know what I mean? 
Is that that's how they established themselves in the first place? Nineteen seventies gag coming in. Go on. I once had sex with a princess. Yeah. And burnt my balls on the exhaust. Can I just say you're not going to get a gig with me? <laughs> you twat. Talking <laughs> like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. Okay, now um, I've put firework. Uh, why? Did why? you not hear the fireworks? No. So last week, a few fireworks going off. Oh, Little yeah. Bella, the dog, she was kind of um, oh. a, no, she wasn't. She wasn't kicking off like some people on the fucking Facebook. You might have thought World War Three had broken out, and that it was a, an absolute kind of um, catastrophe. Dogs shaking and shitting themselves and hiding. Don't know this. Somebody had put, just let off some fireworks. They're having fun. Apart from the fact it was probably illegal putting off big fireworks on the green. It is illegal um, is it? to do that in the public space. Yeah, you've got to have a certain space around or whatever. Um, the shit that goes down on Facebook, as soon as you hear a single rocket in the sky, who's doing that in February? <laughs> and it's like Chinese New Year, isn't it, this weekend? Isn't it? Uh, pass. No, next week. It's Chinese New Year, anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, somebody had let off a little stream of fireworks. They might have been celebrating something. Bastards. And everybody no, just he's... like, oh, my dog's literally just shat its load all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> Mine's shaking in the kitchen, this, that, the other. Who's doing that? If, I'll tell you what, if anyone can tell me who's letting off those fireworks, I'm going round with my dog. And somebody's going, whoa, they don't want to see your dog. And he's like using his dog like a fucking Rottweiler as a threat to the people. that do. Oh, come round and I'll let you meet my dog and show you how scared he is then. Fuck off. Let people do fire. It used to be that fireworks were all right, just because you've got a dog. Yeah, back in the 70s. What's your dolly like when she gets fireworks in the air? Does, she, Does not give a not, tiny shite. So my dog will pop around, she'll go, oh, she might bark once and then come and sit with me. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Stop having shit dogs. Train your dog to like fireworks. Put on YouTube clips of fireworks and just force them to sit there and listen because it's going to happen. It happens every year and... It's going to happen in no- on November the 5th, regardless, every year. And yet they go fucking skits then if it's on November the 4th, don't they? Yeah. Who's letting off fireworks? It's not November the 5th. It's the 6th. Yeah, it's because it's yeah. a weekend. Fuck off, everyone. There. Yeah, you got that off your chest. I, I didn't. I was, I was just completely oblivious to all of this firework yeah. stuff. It was literally a 10-minute firework thing. And everybody's... Yeah. Now, now it's a... Yeah, it's a crime against fucking dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as if somebody's put a bloody sparkle up a dog's ass and balanced a caffin wheel on the end of it and said, off you go. That's a show I'd watch. Imagine that. (laughs) 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 You've put too many gentleman vegetables. Yeah, yeah, gentleman vegetables. I've told you about why gentleman vegetables is, I think. Are you talking about your testicles? Yeah, well... uh, I won't go into the detail, but uh, Mrs. Pablo relayed a story to me about uh, a, a chap at her place of work who wasn't a chap. He was transitioning, but didn't do a great job of it. But anyway, a lady saw him or her, and identified as a her, getting changed in the loose. 
And she described him as having his gentleman vegetables out, right? But anyway, that's that's by the by. And Did I'm, she have... That, that's not the story. Okay. I'm just explaining where the phrase gentleman vegetables oh, comes okay. from. Yeah. Right, right. So, so anyway, fast forward. And it's stuck with me now. And I've started call, uh, calling, like, the uh, bundle of fun down there. The tallywhacker. The, the gentleman's, gentleman vegetables. The meat and two veg. Yeah, the gentleman That's vegetables. That's where it comes from, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've never heard gentleman vegetables before. But anyway, my stepson was in the... Uh, the in. I was going to say Lazy Lils. It's not called Lazy Lils. Rosie Lils. Lazy Lils. Lazy Sounds Lils. like a hooker. There used to be a club in Manchester <laughs> lazy called Lazy Lils. Lazy Lils just gives there, you a, there, just there, a there lazy Because we were talking about nightclubs before on the Patreon, it's got in my mind. There used to be a club called Lazy Lils with, then, a, with a booking bronco on that. Okay. Yeah. But any, anyway, did you see that video of the booking bronco I sent you from Benidorm? Was that with the girl with her with lady herself. vegetables? <laughs> yeah, her lady garden. No, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. I wouldn't have looked at it if you'd sent it. <laughs> yeah. But any, anyway, anyway, so in um, lazy, not lazy lils. Yeah, uh, dirty slop, roses, sloppy susans, whatever it's called. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, um, uh, yeah. What's it called? It's called blowsy lees. <laughs> Rosie Lee's, right? So in in Rosie Lee's, apparently, uh, Mrs. Pablo was in there with my stepson, and my stepson was sat down. You know, he gets cyclists in there. <laughs> cyclists <Yes>. come along. <laughs> so my stepson sat in a chair, and he's 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 about that height. A cyclist comes in, stands in front of him, and he's his shape is about an inch away you from his face. Could tell what religion he was, could yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. Just but well, you get loads of them in there, don't cyclist you? Cyclist helmet. The, the, yeah, <laughs> there with the with their gentleman vegetables in your fucking face. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that happened. <laughs> he, he claims he didn't notice what uh, Mrs. Pablo was saying. Yeah, it was just that far away. You must have been able to smell it. <laughs> I think he after, might have been... After, after a long cycle, he could have gone 20 miles. He would have smelled a bit nifty. I think he might have been Jewish. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, cyclists showing their shape. What do you think about that? Is that a... Um, what do I think about it? No, I used to... I. I... <laughs> Do you know what? When I was running, when I was doing athletics back in the day, um, I tried cycling shorts. They were they were comfy, but I didn't have the tackle to fill them. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. You'd line up and you'd be like, "Oh, hang on, yeah, no, no. I don't yeah. go down that road at all." No, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see that. No, you don't want to see it. Do I don't you? want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to see. It. You might as well just have it out because well, it is prop. Yeah, some sixty-year-old bloody cyclist with a big lump of. Meat and two veg. And chances are... With just been, the skin that it used are, to be in. You know, if we take it a bit... They've been cycling along, cycling along, the friction and stuff. I bet they got had a boner at some point, so they get they, they get off. Yeah, all that for Munda cheese. And then they... Fermenting. <laughs> and then they walk into Rosie Lee's with a semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sticking it in the face of my stepson. Who, who claims he, he didn't notice. I'll have a sausage sandwich, please. <laughs> yeah. What, another one? <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep ordering them. <laughs> Where are you putting them? Uh, and finally, we've got time. Unbelievable, Jeff. Yes. So, you're familiar with Jeff Stelling? Jeff Stelling, he does the football. Football and... No, he's not on GB News, is he? No, uh, no. Countdown. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's unbelievable, Jeff, because famously there was a, a, a pundit... Um, oh, what's his name? Black guy who, who missed the goal. Yeah, yeah. Trevor. No, not Trevor. 
Original Godzilla oli sauvan. Soi. This is good podcasting. Well, you got to take it out. I'll cut this bit out if I remember. Shut up, you pig. Get on your phone, cause your memory's fucked. Chris Kamala. Yes. I was yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. I call him Trevor. Yeah, so Chris Kamala, there's a famous bit of footage. And we're off to Fratton Park where there's been a red card, but for who, Chris Kamara? I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Red card. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> have you not been watching? I haven't. I don't know where that's come from, Chris. I have no idea what has happened there. What's happened, Chris? Uh, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The rain must have got in my eyes, yeah. Chris, Chris, let me tell you, according, according to our sources, Anthony Van Den Boer has been sent off for a second bookable offence. Get, get your fingers oh, out and count up the number of Portsmouth players are on the field. No, you're right. I saw him go off, but I thought they were bringing a sub on, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> As professional as ever, Cabbage. Still nil nil. <laughs> Cutting edge reports on Gillette Soccer oh. Saturday. So that's a, that's unbelievable, Jeff, right? Now, I read and, the and news article. He's been in town. Lowestoft, was he? been it? in Lowestoft. Jeff Stelling has been in the Lowestoft Sandori this week. And says it's the best curry house ever. The it's best been. curry house ever. Yeah. We need to go there and test that out, Pablo. We, I think that'll be our next curry visit. We'll go out we'll for do a that. few pints. We'll do that. I'll tell you what, it's not even the best curry house in Lowestoft. Oh. So why is he saying that then? Well, it's got all the awards and everybody really likes it. Do you think they were just really good to him and he was like, wow, I love this. I wasn't no, expecting pe- that. No, people get blown away. I'll tell you what happens when you go in there, right? You, you order your food and then... They bring you more food than what you've ordered. And people go, oh, they brought me food for mm. free that I've not ordered. And you, you end up eating food you don't want. But because of that, people love it. So Jeff, and, it's, and it's all right. And weirdly, it's got a really slidey floor. What was he doing at the Marina Theatre? Because that was why he was in town. Yeah, he was doing a, uh, um, a, a talky bit to the audience. Here is I am. Here's some stories. Is he, is he very famous, would you say? Yeah, Jeff Stelling, yeah. yeah. You don't, because you're, you know... You're a bit. This is not really in your. Uh, well, I do know. I've heard. Or, of, I've heard of football. It's not not really in your orbit. Well, let's look at the facts. Number one, he's on the TV. Well, that counts him out. Number two, n- not really familiar with his work. Number three, it's football. Yeah. Yeah, Kai. I mean, you got to be. You got to be more in touch with popular culture, mate. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, an icon was in Lowestoft this Excellent. week, and. They, no, they, they went to the lowest of Tandori. What is more promoter mouse pod than that? Well, it doesn't. I mean, that's that's that. up there with the guy from the darkness in the chippy at the same time as me in it. I mean, it doesn't get. What if you'd seen them both on the high street? Oh, you know what? That could happen. Yeah, I think the darkness have played locally this week, haven't they? Well, um, what's his name? Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins. He's doing lots of videos now where he takes people's tunes and kind of. Picks them apart. It's good, actually. Yeah, I like his uh, videos. Yeah, yeah. He does a few clips, and uh, there are a lot of people who complain about who is he, what, what right has he got to comment. But he's really good. Justin yeah. Hawkins rides again. I think, I think with the darkness, it was very hard for people to take them fully seriously because they were 
just laying it on with every cliche at times, weren't they? It was like the... the gla- just, they were really having fun with it. Yeah, they were having a lot of fun just being rock stars. And they're still still brilliant. And he's good. He is yeah, good. Yeah, he's yeah. good at what he does. Lovely. Got any gigs to plug, Pablo? I've got loads of fucking gigs to plug. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, and actually quite relevant now because they're getting closer and closer. Excellent. Uh, well, I'll, I'll jump in, shall I? Please do. 8th of March, South Hall Dart Centre, Gary Delaney headlines. If you're disabled and one person, there's a ticket for you. Really? <laughs> Are you advertising for one ticket on a yeah. podcast? Get get in there. Pablo? And, and also on the 8th of March, Gary Delaney, along with Glenn Wool and El Baldini. That's sold out. Um, well... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. So, yeah, forget 8th of March. So, 5th of April... <laughs> I'm just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> just a flex, kind. Yeah. So, 5th of April, Southwold Arts Centre. I've got Sean Walsh headlining with Sol Lovely Bernstein, Gavin Webster, Karen Bailey at Southwold Arts Centre. Also on the 5th of April at Secford Theatre, Woodbridge, Sean Walsh, Wait. Sol Bernstein, Wait. Gavin Webster, and Ben Van Der Veld. Great comic, Yeah. And also, this just in, 31st of May, I've got Paula Cinnamon Sinha at Secford Theatre um, on the bill. We also have, uh, we've got Jamie Green, Dan Evans, and confirmed tonight, Chris Norton Walker. And, and, and also, 26th of April, got a gig at the Kitchener's. And we've got a lineup which will be announced soonish. Which includes the wonderful Joey Page. It does include Joey it Page. It does. And, and I've, yeah, and then we're going to share the other acts. Yeah. A few in the pipeline. I've got uh, a few. I've got the new gig in I on the 17th of February, which you could do with uh, people's support if you're in the area. I've also got uh, March the 1st and the 2nd in Chedgrave. And in Wingfield. Right. And the acts for those, I've got Sol Bernstein actually in, Wing, in Wingfield. On March, and also March, uh, February the 23rd, I've got the very last gig at the Bear and Bells in Beckles with oh. Roger Monkhouse. Hello, Kai. And Ricky Bolshaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is a new There's signing happy to the. Happy birthday, Kai. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> it's very, very good. Uh, yeah, so we've got a few of those. And what was the one on February? That's Dan Evans and uh, and Co. Uh, yeah. Chris Norton Walker and Nigel Boysire. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Now, it's uh, all up, let's move along. That was lovely. Let's say bye-bye, Pablo. Bye-bye, Kai. Until the next blue moon. See you later. See you later.
Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.